For God. For country. For truth. For justice. For the Republic. NeoCrusader.com I told you, fact check, that it's not fake news, ladies and gentlemen, not fake news. Tonight, I am uh, pleased to be joined with my, uh, our uh, fact checker extraordinaire, Caleb Thomas. And my lovely wife, Amy Pino. Say hello, Amy. Hello. Amy uh, has two fingers up right now. Three. Because every time I say, and you can't count it this time, but every time I say the word um tonight, she's going to point it out as we uh, record this. So, thank you. Did I say it again? Yep. That's, that's terrible. Okay. So... That's kind of my point. I have missed you. Uh, there's been a couple couple episodes where you haven't been on. I wasn't invited. I'm sorry. It was new technology. I wasn't I, invited to the stupid boys group. The uh, boys only. I wasn't invited shows. either. I don't feel bad. <laughs> oh, so so now it's a Bohemian Grove thing, right? The it's don't worry. It's just a a group of artists that are uh, we're just we're just getting together I, I, over the phone. I'd prefer to think of it as like what was that club called from uh, Police, Academy. Police Academy, the, the Blue, Blue Oyster. Oyster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it was? It was the one. It was the one from Three Stooges, the He Man Woman Hitters Club. That's what, it, that's what it was. So that is another name for the Blue Oyster yeah. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, see, you can attack. I'm, I'm, I am secure in my manhood, so I'm good to go. But, um. Tonight, we have got a few things that we want to talk about that aren't so funny. Um, the first thing happened last week, live on InfoWars. Navy SEAL Craig Sawyer uh, has committed... I said, uh, not... I'm um. going to count any variation. Okay. Uh, um, but uh, you do all of those things. You're only making me better. Exactly. I it's my that. job. You, you are. But what Mr. Sawyer was doing, he's committed himself to um, attacking the, the pedophile rings uh, 
that actually exist that the media isn't covering. And Amy, you watched some of the uh, some of the the program. What did you think? What do you mean? What do I think? Well, I mean, what you saw. What did you think? The so well. Here's the story. Mr. Sawyer is um, he's been a uh, a TV show host. He was a SEAL. He's a federal or was a federal officer. He's got a lot of friends in law enforcement, and uh, you know the man knows what he's talking about. I feel he is on the level. But during the Alex Jones show, the um, you know Infowars.com, he live on the air. He was interviewing Mr. Sawyer, and he said, "I'm going to donate ten thousand dollars." And so they were actually donating ten thousand dollars to uh, his his website or to his organization, Vets for Child Rescue, and that's Vets for the the number four and then childrescue.org. Alex was in the process of donating ten thousand dollars and the crowdfunding campaign I mean the crowdfunding website you caring shut him down live on air and to this day there hasn't been an update this is this has probably been three or four days we're recording uh, April 3rd so this has probably been I think it happened on Thursday maybe of last week so this was the second crowdfunding source that he had tried. The first crowdfunding source was actually GoFundMe. They shut him down before he ever really got off the ground with, with that. And so, um, I, yeah, I think it's just important because there's a lot of people out there who uh, are ready to go take the bull by the horns, and literally, um, you know, if we refer to Moloch, you know, literally take the bull by the horns and rescue these children. And you heard them talking about how they're actually going in, they're kicking in doors, and they're rescuing kids in in dungeons. And I mean, you you heard the long list of names and the pedophile uh, associations, um, everything in the mainstream media. How much have you seen? How much have you seen of pedophilia in the last week? None, because I'm not watching the news every day like you. Okay, Caleb, do you follow any news? Do you have you seen anything about a pedophilia network on any social media? Anything that you do? Um, no. The last time I saw anything about that was last time I was here. Okay, so while we're talking about it, why don't you try to Google something and look up? pedophilia ring. Try to, try to find some news on pedophile rings or something like that while we're, while we're doing this. Actually, in the last week, they've been discussing the missing girls from D.C. Yeah. Yeah, now that, and that's alarming because how many are missing? Do you... um, I don't know at this point, but when I saw the, the original um, post, it was 14 or 15. But then in the comments, people were stating how two of them had been found. And then I also saw comments about how this isn't news because that's the kind of numbers that go missing on a regular basis in large cities like that. 
So I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if that should be an alarming number, if it is the norm. Well, I mean, even if it's one, it should be an alarming number, but... Well, the fact that it's not discussed on a regular basis every time a child goes missing, I mean, it should be national news every time a child is missing. And that's something that, I mean, you've we've been woken up in the middle of the night when an Amber Alert will go off, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean... I'm assuming that there is a a network out there. But it doesn't happen very often. Well, in in the area we live in. No, it doesn't go out nationwide. I mean, it should. That's my point. If your child went missing, wouldn't you want the entire nation to know about it and be looking for her? Point taken. Point taken. But, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting uh, uh, thought that uh, why is it so quiet i mean children are you know are, are a, a precious gift and most of the time but my children are <laughs> but basically why do we um you know why do we not have more coverage in the news what what's up why do you think that is? Do you think there's no there there? I mean, they're literally busting up the Super Bowl pedophile ring. John's, you know, the, the I mean, everybody. The traffickers, it was huge. Did you hear anything about it? I don't even know what you're talking about. Exactly. Well, I'm going to link to that. I'm not even getting into all that because, and that just happened. Exactly. Nobody wants to talk about it. And that's that's a scary thing because if the mainstream isn't talking about it, we know the mainstream is controlled. We know that they are. And so if the mainstream isn't talking about it, why aren't they talking about it? You know, it, well, we know why. Because they, they, they know what's coming. Trump has, he is all in on busting up these pedophile networks. And so they have put so many things out there, the fake Russian narrative. They're trying to spin, and honestly, I think the whole Russian thing is the wagging of the dog to take away from the pedophile networks that are that are being unearthed. And I think the higher up it goes, the harder they're going to attack Trump. Uh, that's what I think. Um, what have you found, Caleb? What, what do you think? The only site that I would mention, because the other ones I've even either never heard of, so I don't know anything about them, or they're InfoWars. InfoWars, exactly. Is NBC, and they've just got one article about it. And... It's just uh, an online pedophile ring. When what's when was it dated? Uh, that's a good question. I don't see. It might be at the bottom. This might be what your massive online pedophile ring. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um. I think that was one that that actually just happened. Um. There's no date. Yeah. yeah there's no date on it. Anyway, it's so online. so and what did, what search engine did you use for that? Google. Google. Okay. So in and, and that basically what happens is there's an algorithm, 
and they can make certain words, certain topics, they can they can bring to light, they can bring forward and search as deep as they want to on a topic, or they can make it as obscure or as vague, hard to find those links as they want, just by manipulating an algorithm. Um, and that's exactly what's happening right now with uh, things like Facebook. Facebook um, is using um, a, a, an algorithm basically to censor the type of, of speech that they don't approve. They're even, um, in, in some countries, they're helping some countries actually, you know, pursue legal charges, um, working with the government just for speaking out, just for uh, doing non-approved, and this is, you know, this is obviously in, in tyrannical regimes, so... Anyway, it's 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 sort of alarming, but um, you know, the, going back to the Russian thing real quick. At the end of the show, we're going to be jo joined by uh, my good friend John Williamson, and uh, we're going to have what has been dubbed the Russian segment. We're going to be discussing it a little more, uh, I guess, uh, intently the the Russian subject and and how American. Patriots are being accused of colluding with the Russians because they do not want to see a deep state overtake a democratic republic. So, you know, stick stick with us for the uh, end of the episode because uh, you're not going to want to miss uh, Mr. John Williamson in his premiere. Um, in his premiere. Uh, episode here in his premiere segment, but Amy, anything you want to talk about? No. Well, you're you're quiet. So. Well, it's hard to uh, not be quiet when someone like you is rambling. Am I rambling? I, you're mean to me. I'm everybody, not mean everybody to listens you. to this show now, and they send me emails. They're like, "Why is she so mean to you?" And I'm, I'm like, "She loves me, and that's all that matters." I would love to see those emails. <laughs> I would yeah. love to see even one email where someone says, "I'm mean to you." Give it a few years; it'll be all on WikiLeaks. Yeah, I'm sure it will. It will happen. I was. I thought about making that joke. I, but I beat thought, you ah, to it. That's probably that's probably in poor taste. I so beat I you to it. And then you said it. And I regret it. <laughs> Anyway, so um, next topic, the RFID chip. You are looking online, you find a killer job, it pays really well, it's got great benefits, but there's only one, one simple uh, catch to it. You got to be tagged with an RFID chip to uh, to basically work for this company. Do you take the job? Go. What's the job? That well, I mean, it, it could be. It's a hypothetical. I mean, it, it your dream job. Probably, yeah. You you would tip <laughs> yourself. Okay, now it's got to be. Here's the stipulation. It's got to be. On all the time, it's got to be placed between your right thumb and your in the webbing between your right thumb and your pointer finger. Okay. Okay. And 
it's always going to be on and it's going to track not just your employment history but your your it's going to be linked to your bank account so you don't need a credit card anymore you can go to the store just by swiping your hand over a, over a scanner um but and no matter where you are on the planet if something if you disappear they can find you it's got all your medical health records everything like that on it but you have to have it in your right hand and it's just it's there for convenience do you take it I mean, probably that sounded pretty convenient and he's fantastic. Try, he's trying to segue having a chip for a job into the Mark of the Beast because I know where it's going. Yeah, Mom, he's trying to what I'm, to to blend those two things together. But as, but as a skeptic, which I am, there to me at this point, I don't see a downside except maybe it'll be a little uncomfortable to move my thumb. Well, no, it's small. It's smaller than a grain of rice. So this was, um, and what we're talking about, it will be posted. No downside now. <laughs> it, will, it will be posted. That's what it looks like uh, right it there. It looks like and, a and stem. We're looking yeah. at sfgate.com. Um, a gentleman is, it's it's about this, what, the size of a grain of rice, maybe? It looks like an apple stem. Yeah, I think it's a little bit bigger than a grain of rice. Okay, well, roughly. But, um... Yeah, now, um, and so here's the beginning of it, and this is in Stockholm. This is uh, per the AP. The syringe slides in between the thumb and index finger. Then, with a click, a microchip is injected in the employee's hand. Another cyborg, and that's in parentheses, is created. So, um, and that's the beginning of the the article. If you wanna, if you wanna read a little bit more, go into the into the link, but. Um, yeah, I mean that's it's it's scary. It's scary on a bunch for a bunch of reasons. I think it's scary to you because you are trying to connect it to the mark of the beast. Well, it's scary to me because a book that was written thousands of years ago is accurately predicting it and they're trying to segue it in. I remember the first time that I ever even really had the concept hit me that, I mean, my grandmother would always talk about the Mark of the Beast, but I literally thought it was somebody walking around with, um, you know, stamping 666 in your forehead. And then I was watching, uh, I think it was the Super Bowl, uh, while I was going to, uh, going to Concord. And they have this woman that is reciting a bunch of different numbers. And she's got, I think it was like a blue screen that she was up against. And while she was reciting the numbers, they were flashing a bunch of numbers across her face. And it made an impact. It was a Super Bowl commercial. But she stuck her finger up, and it was a credit card commercial. I, I think it was for blue, maybe. But... Um, and they said, wouldn't it be great, uh, something, I'm, I, I don't remember exactly, I'll, I'll try and find the, the actual video, but they said something like, wouldn't it be great if, if the, the point was, wouldn't it be great or convenient if you didn't have all these, all these numbers to, to track? 
And that was the first moment that it kind of hit me that, wait a minute, you know, it, it just, it kind of sunk in. And then with, I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't, I mean, I'm, I've got a building full of action figures and, and most of them are robotic transformers and uh, cyborgs from the Justice League. Who wouldn't want to be a cyborg? Caleb, would it be cool to be a cyborg? I would love to be a cyborg. I mean, it would be pretty fantastic to be a cyborg. But what if you were a cyborg? That, I mean, they've already they've already come out and uh, talk about, they've admitted that they have got brain implants for for soldiers that return um i think it i think it does something and i'll have to look at i'm just i'm just going off the top of my head here but i think it does something for ptsd maybe but um you know they can put implants in your mind they're they're actually looking at recording you digitally and that way if you die just uploading it back into a, a clone body so you're just selling it to me. There's you haven't set a downside yet. Well, well, but there is again. Let's go back to the Bible, and where it literally points out that this is going to happen, and that the people that take this, I mean, there are ramifications if you're a Christian, if you believe that, and it, it, it's ironic to say the least. I just think I would have to if there if there was a a book that were 3,000 years old and it foretold blue frogs falling out of the sky well when I saw blue frogs falling out of the sky I probably would you know would would say well that's kind of weird that it would it, it could you know make that kind of prophecy and it happened well that, that's kind of what the revelation is doing that that's you know, it's it's talking about a, a a system where you can't buy or sell without this chip. Now, your sister today was talking about she saw in the news, and it stuck in my head. And and for some reason, I, I just was reminded of it, probably because it's the topic we're talking about. They're actually talking about phasing out cash. You remember her talking about that? Yeah. Okay. So what happens when you now? And you said before when we were talking about this before we started recording, you said as long as I wasn't forced to do it. Now what happens when you can't do anything without having that chip? There are they not forcing you to do it, whether you whether they ask you if you want it or not. Well, again, it would depend. Uh, for me, if there's no way I can do anything without it, yeah. Then so they're forcing it. On okay, you. so not now, physically, but what other choice do you have? So now, here's something that that I heard a long time ago. When actually around the time that I saw that Super Bowl commercial, Google this and see if this is correct. I could be wrong, but I, I just Google. How would you find it? Um, use the keywords. Uh, basically, what the the gist of it is that the word computer actually is equivalent to to the numeral 666. See what you find there. Do you see any links? Uh, a couple. So, now, with that, if you have a chip, 
and now at first it's going to be benign. Yeah, it's only to unlock your car. It's going to be connected to your car. And I'm, I'm a master certified technology expert. That's what I do. That is my, that's my uh, title. That's my government title. Is <laughs> <laughs> master certified technology expert. So, I, I mean, I, you liked that, didn't you? That was funny. But um, that's what I do. So when I, when I say, actually, we use RFID tags. I know if, well, actually, my dealership doesn't, but the auto industry, when I say we, my dealership doesn't, but the auto industry uses a technology where they tag your car and when you drive on their lot, they know that you visited. So it's good because when you get there on a big bill, you know, on a big television screen, basically, it says, welcome Joe Smith to cross, you know, to, to wherever. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna pull my pull my employer in. I don't want to get fired because they don't like my podcast. <laughs> but they're pretty good people, so I don't think they would get sideways. But you know, um, anyway, I'll probably edit that out. So, <laughs> but you know, basically, what I'm getting at is it, technology is a double-edged sword, and with it, you can have an aspect where it's convenient. So yeah, when you when you show up. You're logged into the computer, you know, a service department knows your vehicle's made it in, or it, you know, for you as a person, if you're chipped, if you get hurt, you get to the hospital, they've got all your health information, all your scans, all your, you carry around your x-rays on something the size of a grain of rice. So, then you turn around and it becomes so convenient that, well, why not integrate it into governing? It's linked to your money. As a matter of fact, you don't have any paper money. You don't have any gold. It's all a credit system. And once it becomes a credit system, what happens is they own you. If they like what you have, what you do, what you say online, if they approve of you, well, then your your credit ranking goes up. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's kind of happening right now in China. And Facebook is all up in helping them get that roll, rolled out, um, along with Alibaba. I mean, it's it's huge. Don't say huge. Oh, come on. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's not. Okay. It's huge. It's hey, the man is huge. So, except his hands. Oh, you're you're terrible. You've already said government and huge. <laughs> You've got one more, and then you're out. And then I'm cutting you off. Well, you're not counting anymore, though, are you? I stopped counting because I lost. I uh, ran out of fingers. I stopped counting at thirteen. Okay, I ran out of fingers. Uh, so. what have you found, Caleb? You see anything convincing, or is that? Is I that... see a ton of stretching. Uh, That's all this is. <laughs> I haven't really 
Okay. This says that if you take multiples of 6 down the alphabet, so A would be 6, B would be 12, C would be 18, and so on. Add 6 each time, and then you take each letter in the word computer and add those numbers together, it will equal 666. I don't even... Okay. Well, I Once mean, like, again, I'm going to point out that if you are looking for a sign, you're going to find it. And I can sit here and given enough time, I could make any amount of numbers or any sequence of numbers equal 666. That's math. That's numbers. You can, you can do anything with numbers. That was... But even besides that, nobody knows what the mark of the beast is. Some people think it's numbers. Some people think it's this chip. Some people think it's just a, a, an overall you know attitude of evil nobody knows and nobody's going to know until it actually happens actually well actually here we go well no listen i i heard a, a really good theory it starts i'm gonna get i'm gonna get over talked and interrupted okay go on again ahead. and again and again okay i'm sorry go no ahead. no go ahead i i cut you off midstream and i you apologize. do that all the time it's go ahead no well I, all i was going to say is that i saw a really good theory about oath swearing with the right hand it, it actually was symbolic of oath swearing and then ownership um the seal in the forehead and that's all i was going to say but i'm sorry you can you go ahead um i didn't mean to i didn't mean to steal your thunder there i didn't mean to interrupt you go ahead i don't even remember what i was saying oh. this happens every podcast and then you wonder why i don't say anything because once i start talking you shut me down Okay, well, so... So instead of counting ums, I'm just going to start counting how many times you interrupt me or overtalk me. What about the Russian thing? That's John's conversation, evidently. Well, no, well, I mean, can you not have an opinion on it even if he and I talked about it? What about it? Have... What about the Russian thing? What is the Russian thing? Just how, um, basically, the Democratic Party, um, mainstream media, they're all colluding to imply that there is some type of Russian connection um, because of a an associate of the president's, Roger Stone, alluding to Podesta's email, I think it was Podesta, the email hack that WikiLeaks um, eventually dumped. I think that was where it, it, one of the main reasons they're say, stating that they have, you know, they, they always allude to that there's something, some kind of smoking gun, but nothing ever comes out. Um, what we do know is that the... Um, the Obama administration spied on the president, uh, the president-elect um, at the time, I guess I should say, and long before he was even uh, uh, candidate Trump, when he was just the the celebrity Donald Trump, um, they spied on him. They spied on his wife. Where's the proof? Uh, yeah, I would say there's. You're the fact checker, brother. Pull it up. I promise you, it's there. 
Um, but before I do that, you were talking about how it was just the Democratic Party, but there's a list of Republicans, including FBI Director James Comey, who is a Republican, who thinks that Trump has ties with Russia. Well, James Comey has has uh, flip-flopped on so many things. He has not been... I don't feel he's been forthright, but pull that up, and he... I mean... We have the administration, and this is not just the Obama administration. This went back into, I guess, the latter days of W's administration. But what Comey has said is they are investigating it. He has never come out. Nobody has gone, and and they're alluding that they want to. They want to really bad, and it's all because of the pedogate things. Now, I'm not calling James Comey a pedophile. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that this is all much ado about nothing because they are trying to, again, wag the dog. They, you know, I mean, yes, he, you know, it, it came out, oh, Trump uh, had Russian hookers um, giving him a, a golden shower. That's the first I've heard of You've that. You've never heard that? I've never heard that, That's no. That was out, I mean, that was out like right around the time the election, you know, broke. You know, right around that time I mean, it broke. That doesn't mean he had any, that specific example well, doesn't what they mean do. he had anything to do. Well, but, but what they do, and, and they, they pull these people out you know, you, you go to a foreign country, and this happens anywhere. Um, you know, their their intelligence agencies will, especially if they're not forthright. You know, noble nations, they do things like put cameras in your hotel room. They get you doing something that is, uh, you know, n- not flattering to your reputation, and then bam, they've got you, and they can. You know, blackmail you basically. Well, that that's kind of what they were alluding to that they had with Trump. It never happened, never came out. Still to this day, it, it hasn't. But um, you know, he submitted everything. And and let me ask you this: if if they had a an inkling that he was a Russian agent or he was colluding with Russians, what kind of administration? would allow the man to get so far into the government that he literally becomes president. If there had been a there there, why did they not arrest him and any colluders at that point? I mean, is it not... Is it not... A sort of a, a a fail at your job if you allow Cobra Commander to become president. I mean, has GI Joe not failed at that point? Well, um, you can't arrest someone without solid evidence. Well, if they don't have solid evidence, then what is the problem? There's an investigation going oh, well, on. Well, there I mean, has he hasn't been, been arrested because they've it hasn't been, been included. In, they have been investigating the man, quote unquote. Since 2000... You can't take the wiretapping, which is an accusation, 
Oh, please. As a claim at, at the start of the investigation. I wait, wait, I can't. Okay, so I can't. I worded take, that horribly. A, a little bit. A little bit. You can't take an alleged, an alleged incident as the start of an investigation. An alleged incident. Well, usually that's the an alleged incident is what starts an investigation. That, that, those are two separate things. The wiretapping People broke claim into the Watergate Hotel, and the the wiretapping so claim and the Russian ties to the Trump administration are well, two separate and, things. Okay, are you are you familiar with the term Watergate? Yes. Okay. So the whole thing with and and it's it's kind of weird that Stone is connected to Watergate. Well, he's not connected to Watergate, but the president, you know, the anyway. Stone. <laughs> Nixon. Oh. Roger Stone's got a, a he's got a tattoo of okay. Richard Nixon on his back. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's awesome. But anyway, no, uh, it, what happened? I mean, there was a, a United States president that got impeached for Watergate, which was nothing compared to what they do with sucking up every bit of data that the American people have. You've got a right to privacy. I have a right to privacy. I have a right to not be... Um, I have a right to not be... Uh, investigated for a thought crime or a, you know it's it's we have a, a system where you have to be guilty of something to be accused of it well no that I worded that poorly you can be accused of anything yeah but I, I mean uh, you there has to be a, a preponderance of the evidence is what I'm what I meant and they, they, I mean, they yell, oh, he's a Russian, but I never see, I never see anything. Nothing ever comes forward about Russians. And yet he keeps, I mean, John Podesta had Russian stock he didn't disclose. Hillary had ties with the Russians in several different ways. The Chinese... With all the way back to when she was, I mean, not when, when it was Bill Clinton in his administration. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Hillary and Bill were both Rhodes Scholars, and actually were in Russia for some time before any political aspirations. So. Uh, all I'm saying is that just to yell he's a Russian, I mean, it's it's like, it's just, it's crazy to me. And here's what's more. A lot of these people that are saying he's a Russian are almost self-described communists. So, I mean, it's kind of weird. It's it's like saying, um, you know, it's it's just it, it's it's it is weird to me that that a bunch of communist, socialist, nasty people are worried about the Russians. You know. Anyway, just to add this on, Nixon resigned. He, well, was, he wasn't impeached. Well, he was going to be impeached. It was he pretty was, likely, but he, yeah. he resigned oh, before they hey, officially impeached well, him. Well, but he did so because 
and it, what, what I'm getting at is that, I mean, by today's standards, what he did was just a blip on the map. Just, I mean, wasn't 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 even a blip on the map compared to to what they do now. All the surveillance, all the sucking up of your data, everything. This podcast right now will be recorded in the annals of the NSA. Trump just signed an executive order to allow companies to take all of your data and uh, he hasn't, sell it. He hasn't signed it yet. No, he hasn't. He hasn't signed it yet. No, I thought he had no, just signed it. But. But I thought he signed. It. No, it's he's set to is was the headline. I, I know you can you can Google that, but I'm I'm certain that he hasn't. I'm going to. Um, but um, but no, that's that was our and and I disagree with that. I disagree with some of the things they've done with Google as opposed to your to your local ISPs. It's and again the devil is in the details. But it all goes back again to the with with the. RFID chip and everything like that the bigger data gets the smaller you become the more connected the more I mean and as it goes along with that RFID chip they'll know when you walk into a certain store they'll know what area of the store you're in they'll know where you're at on a map I mean do you really want to be that micromanaged do we really need to be that micromanaged He uh, he signed it today. Oh, he did sign it. Well, I mean, boo for him. I mean, maybe I don't see the big picture, but I don't think I don't think that giving more data away, especially when companies can make money off of my private data, I I don't I don't agree with it. But at the same time, I don't. I don't have the whole picture, so. So when Obama's doing it, you're completely against it. But when Trump is doing it, well, you don't have the whole picture. Yeah, because <laughs> because. Well, no, I'm saying maybe maybe I don't see the big. <laughs> you just picture. said yeah. Well, okay. Well, so so let's let's take for example what Obama did with um, handing over basically the you know ICANN basically the rights to the internet the the governance of the internet over to the UN so now as a person as i understand it you don't have you're not protected by united states law you're subject to UN code. You're you're subject to world code. The things that define hate speech for Germany and the way that Germans can't speak out against certain things or they're fined or arrested just because an agency says, hey, we don't like this. Now, you can, you can potentially be subject to the exact same thing. It takes away the sovereignty of being an American citizen. It takes it away from the American code of justice to the United, you know, to to a, a world unelected bureaucratic governance. 
She hates doing these. I want to ask her to again. You don't have any input on... It's not that I don't have what input, I, and it's not that I, I hate doing these things. I hate that you are you make it seem so important that I be part of it, and then the minute I start speaking, you interrupt me and talk over me, and then you tell me how it's my fault because I got pissy. It's call. every single podcast we've done has ended negatively. Well, Mother, I would like you to come in. And take my side with what I just did, I'm turning that gonna, whole thing on him I'm with the gonna, Trump and the Obama. Well, I'm not going to take Google it and see if you I'm can not going to take your side just because you're my child. However, I will agree with the fact that I got him. You that heard that? When, oh, well, we, well, we have these discussions all. We have these discussions all the time outside of the podcast. Regarding how when Obama does something, oh, it's horrible, it's whatever, it's, he's he's the worst. But when Trump does the exact same thing, it's oh well, now that's not really what happened. Um, he, you know, we don't know for sure, or that's not what he meant. He he, your Sean is constantly sticking up for Trump and backing Trump, no matter well, how it, horrible the sorry. thing is. It's not just him though, mother. It's a lot of the diehard Trump supporters. And I'm not saying that all of the Trump supporters see that he can think that he can do no wrong. And I'm not saying that you're saying that. I'm saying that there are specific groups of supporters for the current president who if he literally went out and stabbed a woman to death and then raped the whole like ah it was just a misunderstanding. That Obama has the same kind of supporters. Oh yeah. He They're could vicious. he he could literally do the same thing and you know, his diehard fans would be like, he's still the best president we ever had. I love Obama. I do. And I think he was a great president overall, but I dis- I do disagree with what he did, primarily the TPP. That was terrible. But do you, do you understand why the TPP was so bad? From my understanding, it gives corporations power over the law. Yeah, and... and- not just corporations, but multinational corporations, unelected, you know, I mean, it's just, it's not democracy in any shape or form. And We we haven't been a democracy in a long time. Well, it's not freedom in any shape or form. We haven't been free in a long time. Since the Electoral College, we've been a republic. Yes. So if you want to go by strict democracy definition. You Obama supporters are really butthurt over the whole Electoral College No, no, I'm not. She won the popular vote. I didn't even say that. I know, but you were thinking it. No, I I was just saying that uh, by definition... We're currently a republic. Well, do you understand the reason behind the Electoral College? I mean, you sound like you're in agreement that we need it. I mean, um, honestly, I don't. I don't think it matters either way. Well, it, with it, the whether it's the popular vote or Electoral College. Well, it does because we elect them. Well, see, if if it would just be a few major cities deciding everything, if we didn't have the Electoral College. It basically is a way to even out, and for for a group of people that are all about spreading the wealth, they be hating the electoral college. 
Well, this this past, for giving it for giving everybody fair play. This past election proved that it doesn't work a hundred percent of the time. But it worked this time, though, because baby. The, yeah, the majority of the people wanted, I would say, Bernie first. But what because happened? I don't to know Bernie? how she stole that. Well, yeah, nomination from him. You don't. There was so much collusion. It's all out. It's all mainstream. I, I was. Oh, you're. Yeah, yeah. That was okay. Yeah, I that was you. the point. The way I was saying it was the. She stole that from him. Now, I'm I'm pretty salty about that about Bernie. Well, I mean, and you rightly should be. You rightly should be because that proves right there what that is everything. I mean, I may be wrong on a lot of things. I may not have every fact straight, but I think we can all agree at the end of the day when it's not the people choosing who our elected officials are but a group of people who elect through things like super delegates then it is an elite group of people ruling basically a a, a surf class because you you have nothing at that point you don't have you your vote counts for nothing and when we look at things like uh, the Fraction Magic uh, video... I have no and idea what that is. It's, it's on my website. Um, a lady basically uncovers, she did right before the election, how they flip the vote. And by just shaving a little bit of a percentage off here and there... It, it. I mean, it's. It, that's why they call it fraction magic. You, you can. You can watch the video. It's. It's on the website, and it's. It's. It's very interesting. But it's all there in black and white. How they. How they, can do it, and what's really weird is some of the uh, the machines that were built. Um, the Debold machines, things like that. They've actually been used other places. You know other countries to to put you know I mean it just it, the the elections weren't on the level by any means and and that's why it's important to do things like uh, have people who who go out to the polls they do exit polling so that you can see whether your exit poll matches up to the numbers that you're looking at if you exit people and they say you know you know sixty percent of them say they voted Trump but the you know the numbers show that 20% of them voted Trump something's wrong so you know and i think that i think the the variance is i, I think maybe 4% or something like that so it's it's not much then that's that's a, a you know that's a rule of thumb that they use to to judge whether there's a some type of foul play in elections but um yeah i mean the russians did not hack our election. I am not a Russian agent because I believe that Infowars is more um, credible than what you show on the mainstream news nowadays. It doesn't make me a Russian agent because I believe that Trump, though he's not a god, he's not perfect, I believe that all the opposition that he got from not just the Democrats, but the Republicans. To my understanding, do you know how much the Republican National Committee gave him in funds? No. 
zero. He 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 spent I think what two hundred fifty million dollars, and they spent the Democrats spent billions with a B, and he still beat them. Now was that hacking? Because I I've, I I fight bots all day every day, and. I, you know, I, I see what kind of malicious things that can be out there, but that is not what got him the election. The American people have had enough, more than just me, more than just, uh, just Sean Pino disapproved of not just Obama, but the last eight years, the last eight years of you have to read it, I mean, you have to vote on the bill before you can find out what is in the bill. And I'm referring to Obamacare. That is literally what Nancy Pelosi said. We have to vote on Obamacare before we can find out what is in it. Now, if I, as a car salesman, and you come on the car lot, now that, I mean, I, I will, I'm going to link to that. I will show you. We have, we have Obama several different times saying, oh, well, uh, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. And uh, that you like that, don't you? That was a very good impression there. But, you know, I, I can I can I, I can do a greatest hits of if you like your doctor and then I can play the 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 follow-up to that album which is the I never said that I didn't say if you like doctor. it's getting a little bit Elvis that. now well thank you thank you very much so uh, well he was the Elvis of presidents I, I would say he I thought that was Clinton I, Hollywood Hollywood loved him <laughs> Clinton was the Bill Cosby president. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Are you talking about Hillary with the jailhouse rock when she went for prison? No. No, no Trump's the Cosby. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> What's that mean? No, throw it out there. This, if we're, what do you, I don't get the Cosby reference to Trump. Now, that would be Bill Clinton. Oh, oh okay. So the difference is. Trump doesn't drug him first. <laughs> he just goes right up and grabs him by the. Oh, now that see that's that's. Terrible. Those were his words. You can't even defend well, that. Well, here's the thing, that guy and that that was just that was just him talking before he was even a candidate, and it all again goes back to hey, they had tapped him, and this is what I think happened with that. You're just. Reaching. I'm not reaching. It's going so hard for that. Okay, well, then while I am, while I am, uh, according to my lovely wife, rambling, go ahead and look up and tell me if he was not wiretapped. This just came out. He was wiretapped by the administration in the year 2008. They knew that he had spoken with people like Roger Stone about potentially running for president. And they knew that his popularity at that point was like 80%. Everybody loved Trump. 
Everybody tuned in to see who was getting fired at that point. Google used the word keyword Nunez. So no, he's not a Bill Cosby. He doesn't have to be. He's, he, you know. I mean, if I had billions of dollars, I don't think I would have trouble grabbing any either. But, you know, that's not the point. The are you do you see it? Have you seen it yet? Okay. It's nothing but accusations. No, they came I'm, out I'm and looking. said. They came out and said. Who? Okay. That would help me. Was it Infowars? Because that's Look not up. the most credible source. Yeah, it's it's the most credible source. But I would argue oh. uh, against that. Okay. Infowars actually made the list of what the top thirteen most unreliable. It made uh, number one most according unreliable. According to according to who was this? Uh, Snopes. I don't remember. I, I can look it up. <laughs> because okay, well, I I forgot where we were with. Uh, you were defending Trump once again. Well, this no. time he was defending. Him uh, look up, look up Nunes. Look up Nunes. This is when the whole Russian thing kicked into high gear because because he had the balls to come out and say, "Hey, yeah, he has been spied on." With a Z or an S? N U N E Z, I believe. Regardless of whether or not he is is was or will be spied on, it does that has nothing to do with the fact that he said those things whether he was being spied on or not he said it okay so he's a human being so so he's he's a red-blooded american male that is talking about you know and i don't even know when that time frame was you know i mean i'm not I'm not taking up for the man, but I have said... Yeah, you are. I have said a lot worse things than that. And that's why you're defending him, because you see yourself in his behaviors. No, I see myself in his Americanism, not globalism. So that's what America stands for then, walking up to men walking up to women and being able just to grope them, grab them however they want to without even saying anything. We're not talking, without asking we're not talking about Sharia law. We're not talking about... No, we're talking about American men and oh, how yeah, they treat because, American women. Because, because one man can say, grab the putang, and and everybody gets sideways, but they can, you know, they can oppress women against their will, make them sex slaves, cut their genitalia off, and that's a loving religion that everybody should be um, proud of and everybody should be accepting of. I mean, so what is the bigger sin here? Yeah, an offbeat locker room comment about grabbing some, grabbing, saying well, it's all over me or however he said it that, that you know, they're, they're so on me that I could just reach up and grab it or actually grabbing it, raping it, and then Charging her with with the crime, 
and stoning her to death or killing her or beating her in a public square. You're making a comparison where there shouldn't be one. Running there, off on a tangent. Running you're off on a you're you're pulling you're pulling in a completely different media. subject here's, here's, to try to justify and make what Trump said look very small and insignificant. Comparing what Trump said cuz that's the subject we're talking about Trump to something completely different a whole religion, a whole country, whatever. A multiple countries. You're 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 going off on this side tangent to try to downplay something Trump did because you're so for him. But my point, but the point of it is, you can put, you can go off, go off on any tangent you want to. That does not take away or diminish in any way, shape, or form what the man said. And I don't care that he was with a group of men, and that's how men talk, oh. and blah 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 blah. That's not the point. The point is, the man said it. That's his overall attitude about women. He's got multiple instances where he has said vulgar, horrible things about women. It's not okay. And he can deny it all he wants to, but it's on tape over and over and over again. And you're trying to, to justify it and downplay it. And the only reason you would do that is because you see yourself in those actions. Here is the common denominator. The, the mainst- A penis is the only common denominator. No, that's not it. The mainstream media upplayed the one comment... Now, he is a married man. Nothing came out about infidelity. Nothing was out there about anything other than a comment that was... uh, It would be like one of your friends sneaking in on you, getting you to talk about something on tape, and then taking it and throwing it out there for the whole world to see to defame you. That's what it's equivalent to. But at the same time, that also offensive comment spawned millions of women to wear pink pussy hats and march around with them with their with them on their kids' hats, heads, everything. Now that's okay. Well, hold on. I'm let you speak. I'm, I'm going to finish, and then I will give you your 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 you know your your retort. But all that is okay. But they turn around and push a religion of peace on a group. The, the narrative is that is it is a religion of peace and there is no um, objectification of women. There, there's no sex slavery going on with, with this religion. None of it. And it's a, it's not just a double standard. It is so ridiculously backward that that's why they have lost all credibility. So you can you can bash Infowars, but the man when he speaks, he's talking sometimes weeks or months ahead of the mainstream media if it ever makes it. So you know again. Getting back to it, was it the most intelligent thing to say? No. Was it very uncouth? Yes. Should he be demonized for it? In the media, crucified by the media, played over and over in sound bites, 
when nobody talks about the things that they do in Saudi Arabia. I think he's soft on Saudi Arabia. But nobody wants to talk about how there are horrible things done all day long by the religion of peace. And that's all I'm getting at. Yeah, and I mean, the the common denominator isn't what Trump said and me taking off the... It, it's that there is a double standard in the mainstream media, and that's what we've been talking about this, you know. I have three points to bring up very quickly. Okay. Saudi Arabia is not the president. That's why that's why we're holding him to a higher standard. What's what they're doing in the Middle East to women and things like that, murdering women for being raped. That's horrible, and I disagree it's, with it, that. Okay, we 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 agree. But th- they're not the president right now. Okay, that's why we can't just write off what he's doing. Can I point this out? Though? No, you had your turn. Okay. The bottom line is this. I'm sorry. I was has, I was next. Go, go he, he literally shut me down once again. I didn't to see continue that. Did rambling. See that? I didn't realize she was getting ready to talk. Yes, you did because I went. <gasps> no, that was me that time. And he said, "You, I, I let you speak." No, he said that. Yeah, that was me when I interjected with the Saudi Arabia thing. No, it was before then. I don't remember that, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, once again, I was no, I was ahead. told to no. shut up because I'm just, I'm the little Nobody lady. Nobody told you to shut up. Here's the point. here's. The point. The point is this. The reason why this big women women's march thing happened after Trump said those things is because we live in a rape culture. We live in a culture where girls are taught to dress a certain way so you don't get raped. Here, carry this whistle around caught from class to class at college so if you're getting raped, someone might help you. Might help you. We live in a society where college boys can rape girls and it is their fault for getting raped because they had too much to drink that is why when our president or our possible future president says something like i don't even have to say anything i can just walk up to him and grab them between the legs of course he was more uncouth about it yeah the point of it is is that women are sick of that we're sick of living in a society in a country that we're faced with that stuff every single day Women cannot run for their health by themselves without getting dragged into the bushes and raped. We can't, I mean, you, you hear stories of it all the time. So, yes, we feel bad for these women being murdered and tortured and all this other stuff in other countries. But you want to know what? That shit's starting to happen right here, and we're terrified. We don't want it to get that bad. We're trying to stop it at where it's at now, which is already too horrible. I'm sorry that I have a vagina. I didn't ask for it. When God made me and he said, hey, I'm going to throw you down to earth. You want a penis or a vagina? I didn't say, oh, give me a vagina, please. It wasn't my choice. I was put here, born with it. And because of that, a lot of men seem to think that they have the right to walk up and grab my ass or say horrible things to me. Or when I'm just walking down from one side of the road to the other, they can stare at me and make horrible comments about my body and what they want to do to me now i'm sorry that us women are tired of that and we don't want to hear it and experience it anymore and we're terrified that we can't even run for our health without maybe getting raped 
okay. before we get home. That is why women marched. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to think that they handled it well. You don't have to think that their little vagina hats were, were clever or witty or whatever. But the point of it is, is that that's a society we're living in and we're tired of it. And we do not want our president saying or behaving in a way that makes him look like one of these millions of men that does these things to us on a regular basis and get away with it. So the alternative was putting Hillary Clinton and... Well, first of all, I'm pretty sure Hillary's not going to want to rape any of us. Well, the alternative should well, have we, been Bernie Sanders. Well, the alternative yeah, should have been I, Bernie I mean, Sanders, but we've I already, have to admit, we've already he discussed look that. Like he's grabbed anything in quite a while. He's a married man. Okay, well, okay, but the point I, is I that is why it was so upsetting to hear our president or our future president say those things because this is the kind of thing that women think about every day. It's in our faces every okay. day. This the way we're we're sexualized and raped and groped okay, so and how talking. it's all it's always our fault. Kind of like, you know, a minute ago how you over-talked me, but it was my fault. I, that was not, I think you are... Go ahead and tell me how I wasn't dressed. Oh, really? Bit. Okay, so when a, so that's how it starts. A woman gets groped oh or gosh. whatever, and the guy, oh, you were, you you know, you were, you were given the signals, or you're just blowing it out of proportion or whatever. It's funny how a woman always gets talked down. <laughs> Next episode will be burning our bras. By the way, you should tune in. And comments like that just prove my point. I, I'm just, just saying. I'm, I'm not. You're just to saying. Okay. Yes, you are. Just real quick, you said that there was no infidelity involved when you were talking about Donald Trump. He I, admitted to cheating on his wife with Marla wives. Maples. Marla Maples. He he admitted well, I mean, to cheating. Hey, listen. I don't bow down to the man and pray for my salvation. I just want him to do the things he said he's going to do, and he has done a lot of them. He has. <laughs> he hasn't done any of them. He has done more in the last seventy days, in the last hundred days, whatever wherever we're at now, than most presidents have done in oh I don't know two terms. So I mean he he is. Adamantly, I mean, we just talked about the whole, you know, child pedophile rings. They're going after that adamantly. The tax code thing is is on, you know, something that he's going to be looking at. Has he made all the smartest decisions? No. But, hey, I didn't run for president. I wouldn't have got it. But... I mean, I'm going to give the man a chance. I, I had eight years of, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry if it, it offends anybody, but I had eight years of crap. I had I have no health insurance because the options that I had were tyrannical. I mean, unaffordable. Um, relations between not just the races but the sexes the religions people in general took a dive we were edging closer and closer to globalism than we had ever been in our life and had by some twist of fate someone like a Hillary Clinton had gotten you know, had had become president, 
it would have been a nightmare dystopian rollout of of a million horrible things so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm glad the man's there I think that he means what he says and I think that at the end of four years or hopefully eight years if things go great I think we will all be better off for it and I think that we'll come back to episode number six and all agree that yeah things are pretty much rocking eight years from now and nobody got touched by by Donald Trump in the mean or grab in the meantime so earlier you said uh, Nunez to be precise because I've found a quote you are speaking about Republican Devin Nunez of California correct let's pull it up because he said, I don't think there was an actual tap of Trump Tower. We don't have any evidence. Hang on. Let me Google this because... But I'd like to bring up a point while you're Googling that. Okay. Since the election, hate crime has climbed 350%. Yeah, but has it all been Trump supporters? I mean, I can show you far more. Here's the thing. When Trump supporters go to a rally, they're there to rally for America, for Trump. Now, when things turn bad... It's a group of people who are, they say they're anti-Trump, but what they are are paid Soros trolls who cover their face like Cobra agents and go in as anarchists and burn down Starbucks or burn down a liberal business or burn down a community or throw rocks or hit um, defenseless um, women in the face. Well, she must have asked for it, right? Well, she was. She believes in America. She was a patriot and voted for the the president. So, I guess she did deserve that. Her skirt must have been too short. So here we are. Let's pull this up. Another point that I'm going to make since the election, the number of hate groups in the United States has climbed to 917. The number of hate groups specifically targeted toward Muslims has gone from 35 to 101 last year. Well, it's it's got to be Trump. That's got to it can I'm, it probably isn't them running people down with trucks. It probably has nothing to do with them throwing homosexuals off buildings. It probably has nothing to do with them going into nightclubs with assault weapons and killing people in there. It's probably just Trump grabbing pussy. I never said it was Trump. You put words in my mouth. (laughs) I'm saying that since the election, these people, white supremacists and neo-Nazis, these hateful people... We have Nazis. We have videos of Nazis 
literally doing the performing the fascist salute with shaving their heads swastikas on their body i'm not saying that trump has said oh go white supremacy i'm saying that since the election these groups have felt empowered it it has come out and there's video that during the these during the election um or you know during while they were campaigning basically there were there were Democratic operatives going in, acting as Trump supporters, doing the Heil Hitler, doing the the things, and and I can speak from experience personally now. And I'm not going to give out the website that I'm a part of because I want to do this a little bit under the radar, but I'm proud of it. We know what you mean. I and and I am very very proud to be among that fold, and I am constantly, constantly smiting down those type of remarks, and it's the same word tracks over and over again. It's the it, they're bots. They're all trolled bots. And, and the ones that are real aren't they're it's it's the most ignorant crazy things that you see but on on these websites and so you can't you can't take what one person says or does and attribute that to a whole group of people I'm not I mean, you can't, you know, you, you just can't do it. I'm, I'm not saying that Trump supporters are white supremacists or neo-Nazis. I'm saying that these groups are have felt empowered, and you, there's evidence of that. I don't think it's just that they have felt empowered with the election of Trump. I think it stems a little bit further back with people having, not all people, but some people having come away from the Obama administration feeling like Obama was only for black people. He was only for the uplifting and improvement of black people, not all people. And therefore, white people felt very neglected. They felt very um, other than. They felt, uh, I don't want to say, well, I don't want to say victimized. That's not the word. They, they felt very um, threatened, I guess by seeing media image after media image of black people in the streets supposedly for peaceful you know what's the word protest protest yes but the media didn't show the peaceful protesters they showed the people setting cars on fire and buildings on fire and smashing in windows and looting places that we were bombarded with and it just fed into this whole, you know, attitude that Obama was, you know, only for black people and, and letting them do whatever they want with no, you know, consequences. And that white people should just sit back and let it happen. And I think because that was already in people's minds, once Trump was elected, they felt like, okay, we're not going to have that anymore. Now we're going to move, you know, we're going to move away from that. So these, I don't think it started with Trump's election. I think white supremacists had this whole, you know, the whole Obama, you know, 
what was it eight, you know the whole eight years basically of all these things built up to now we've got trump and we can you know go forward with our agenda they had kkk parades mother no i'm not saying i'm not saying won the election not, no is, i'm saying you had I'm not, members of the clan at walmart handing him. out pamphlets i know was, i'm not saying i'm not saying oh, that i'm not saying that that stuff that doesn't didn't happen. I'm saying I don't think it started that this white supremacy crap started with Trump being elected. I think it started with the fear that got instilled during the Obama administration because the the media was constantly bombarding us with all these images of black people looting and setting things on fire instead of showing the peaceful protesters. Do you, do you remember? Well, it's like they hardly showed anything about the peaceful protesters. That's conditioning. That's my point. So for eight years, these white supremacists or people who might have been borderline, not really, you know, maybe they were kind of racist, maybe they weren't, but that for eight years they were bombarded with these images of what appeared of Obama ignoring white people and not caring about them and only caring about black people and letting them, you know, all these criminals do all these horrible things. And so then that is what, that fear is what starts racism. That's what feeds racism. So with eight years of seeing that stuff, feeding into that, you know, feeding into that fear, all these white supremacists are already like, like shaking bottles of soda. And then Trump comes in and now they're like, they're exploding. Well, does that, does that make sense? I get what you're saying. Can I point out though, that you're talking about the white supremacists handing out things at, at, you know. Walmart. Walmart, and you know that those guys are they're they're idiots, they're idiots. But what we also saw during the first campaign and election of Barack Obama was the like basically the the new Black Panther Party. At polling stations, in areas, I mean, there's there's footage of it, at polling stations, with batons and things like that, and it's the exact same phenomenon that you're talking about with with Trump and how I guess the well, white people felt empowered. It was the exact same phenomenon back then. I mean, and it's there. I'll 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 put those videos up. I think I can find those pretty easy. But I mean. It's the exact same thing, and it, it's at the end of the day, it's it's stupid. Um, you know, I mean that that's that's stupid. Racism is racism. Doesn't matter which race is doing it. But I'm, I saw a thing the other day um, where they're they're doing studies where they think that racism can actually be a mental illness, and that it ha- because it it has a lot of the same symptoms as PTSD with the instant irritation and the fear and the the anxiety and just the reaction that the person gets when they're around the you know the the hated race or whatever that it actually could be a mental illness at w- in which case if that's true it can be treated well here's the thing but it has though. to be proven first i want to point this i want to point out the slippery slope that what you just was talking about because we see constantly things about um and I, I don't know how you can call somebody, when, when you call somebody Islamophobic, you know, or when you say something against Islam, that the trend now is people say, well, that's racist. But Islam isn't a race. 
Um, but I, I, I'm, I was kind of, kind of got off on the, on the. I got some kind of got sidetracked there. Um, there's a, there's a difference between these hateful racists that are forming oh, groups okay. and becoming violent and trying to, you know oppress entire races and just be hateful hateful mean whatever that is the racism i'm talking about that they're saying has the symptoms of ptsd but these people who hear these things in the media or hear people talking and they start to just develop this fear because they don't know the facts and they're just kind of getting scared that's not the same thing here's what that's just that's just not having you know education on the subject here's what i was getting at though and I, I appreciate you bringing me back because it, it sort of slipped my mind. I kind of got off on that. But with it, when you start saying, well, that's a mental illness, okay, then when something happens, like, and this is kind of why I got off on the whole Islam is racist thing, um, just like they're, they're over in, like, Germany, if, if you speak out about something on the Internet, they can deem it as racist, and they can say, oh, that's a mental illness now. And then they can come and get you and drag you off to a bin, a loony bin somewhere, and medicate you until you are cured. You are so paranoid and you take everything to the extreme. Do you not see the slippery slope there? Everything is a slippery slope because once again I'm going to tell you that if you look for a sign you will find it. I can go if I can say for the next 24 hours I'm going to look for a sign that you and I were meant to be together forever and I'll find it or I can say you know what for the next 24 hours I'm going to look for signs that you and I should get a divorce and I guarantee I'll find it. Oh, There's a triangle. Illuminati. Illuminati. Confirmed. (laughs) My point is you you have... (laughs) appreciate that you have you have that characteristic about you that you take everything to the extreme you you we cannot sit here and just have a conversation about one subject a minute something's brought up you run with it to the far corner and and suddenly it means this tragic it's logical it's not logical you are just paranoid i was talking about hate groups i don't even know how we got here okay well because she said she said because they're now saying that people who are part of the you know hate groups or you know which led to racism that's not what i said i said i read something the other day that that stated that this this violent racism that that some people have could be a mental illness because it has some of the same characteristics or symptoms as PTSD. I did not say it was confirmed. I did not say it was a, a medical, you know, f- fact. I'm just saying that it was. It's being suggested. It's being looked at. Okay. And if it can be proven that these skinhead Nazi, you know, whatever racist group, because they're in every race, whatever, whoever they are. If they're, if that if that violence and just you know fear or whatever can be fixed, then yay. Well, if you can give somebody a medication that will calm them down and make them love other people instead of hating them and wanting to set them on fire and 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 you know gut them and hang them from trees, I'm all for it. But that does not mean that just because they're discussing it, that if you get on your little web, you know, page and and say something, that they're gonna say, "Oh, well, he's crazy. Let's give him some medicine because he's a racist." No. When you get your crazy pills, believe me, you're gonna earn them for your own things. 
I, they they tried to put me on paranoia medication, and I was like, no, it's a plot against me. I've been secretly slipping it to him lately. Eventually, it will work. You got to switch those up because those uh-huh. aren't working. But no, I had to put it in a little bit at a time so he doesn't taste it. It's like so, eventually he'll build up a tolerance and yeah, I'll get more and more and more. Just wait till he's asleep and do it like a suppository. I, no, I, I, thought, do, I, I do other maybe, things to him while he's maybe asleep. it would be polonium because you are a Nazi communist Russian agent. How did you know? Because. Fake news. I am fake news. All right. Well, um... It is one hour and 30 minutes. You you all got the bonus track tonight, folks. You really did. Um, we are going to leave you now with uh, my interview with uh, the one, the only, John Allen Williamson and uh, our discussion on uh, the Russians and how they're all coming for us and hacking everything and even though you might not know it, you are a Russian if you're an American. You're a damn Russian. You commie Russian. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. Maspedania. <laughs> Gorbachev. No, no, he's dead. Petrostroika. He got Siberian flu long time ago. You did not get message. Scorpions. <laughs> Just call me whatever you want. Call me, everybody. You know, so, uh, call me the Gorbachev, Bill Clinton. That'd be all right with me. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have on with me right now another one of my oldest friends in the entire world, John Allen Williamson, and... That is me, John Allen Williamson, as per my introduction. We are going to uh, just just briefly talk, uh, just do a quick segment here on Russia and all the crazy... Fake news! Fake news, allegation, alternative crap, stuff going on and uh, i have interruption for good friend dear comrade from long time ago i would just like to say this all of these crap about russia and america being friends bunk okay it's just well, bunk well listen and and here's the thing here here's what really sticks in my craw about especially russian because we met you know john in a time when it was, you know, God and country, um, we, in, yeah. in 1984, you and I, um, Wolverines, Wolverines, that's right. When they talk about Russia, let me, let's just get this out right up front. All right, let's do it. When they want to point a finger at me because I support the president who won a fair democratic election and call me a Russian spy or insinuate that I would support Russians. I have one word, Wolverines. You said it. And so 
that's that's it. 1984. You and I were okay. If, if you don't mind my interruption, and thank you for having me on your show, and I hope that I become part of it on a regular basis. However, what I have to say to that is, is that yes, in 1984, Sean Pino and I, we we dug a hole in the ground because we were worried about, hey, maybe threat that we've been overshadowed with are you, for are you, basically our entire lives. You're actually you're actually leaking Operation Radiation right now on my podcast. Well, okay, I. <laughs> Damn, see, it's my comrades. I'm okay. sorry. No, um, but, but for what we're talking about is, um, you know, we we go see the movie Red Dawn, and I think it it really was a you know a, an epiphany moment of what actually you know Russians dropping out of the sky, you know. You know, things are pretty bad. Well, at that time, actually, it was the Cubans. The Cubans were first, because, I mean, you know, that just makes sense. Okay. Geographically speaking, they would be closer. It would be easier. Okay, but here's the thing. We, you know, so John and I decide that we're going to, to fight communism in the sixth grade with everything that we had. Absolutely. have not lost that yet. No. And so, um, we... Uh, they were doing some construction around the uh, the house I was living at, and we had a perfect spot. So we we actually I don't know how. Whoa, 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 wait! Now wait a minute, wait a minute. Now you're giving away Operation Radiation. Come on, really? <laughs> it was a, really. It was, a, it was a good spot. Anyway, we we talked this we talked this um, equipment operator into using his backhoe to dig. What was it? About an eight foot hole in the ground for us. And so, I think actually it was like ten by six by six. Something like that. It was, but it, it was it was neat to be a kid. Anyway, long story short, what we did was, you know, we we were we were in our minds preparing, preparing, and we were we were God and country. You know, we we took it serious. You know, better dead than red. That's it, baby. So that's where, so that's now, where we live. So, that was our mindset, yeah. man. That was our mindset. We, we the, thought we had the gift wow. in the office, and you know, life was great. But but now, okay, here we are though. And one thing that really gets me, and and the first thing I gotta ask whenever somebody says, "Oh, you know, colluding with Russia. Russia hacked the election. Blah blah blah." All of the people saying this stuff are communists. They are That's communists. what blows my and mind. What it I don't understand is how, how does that work? How yeah? How does somebody? Why does a communist care if if you know uh, Russia? You know, hacks America and and takes over America. I mean, okay, really. If 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 you don't mind my interruption, I just I have couple of questions and go along with your mindset, and exactly how do we go from a presidential candidate whose husband willingly gave communist North Korea the ability to create nuclear weapons, and also at the same time gave the ability away for China to launch nuclear missiles in the air and hit targets okay. in 
American sovereign territories also, how okay, do we okay, allow a person... I want to point something out real quick, not, sure. not to get you sidetracked there, but okay. I just Sorry. owe the irony of of the new Red Dawn that was done. Just to show you where we're at, it was originally supposed to be China. That no, no. <laughs> uh, 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 right now, don't do that. No, no, no. It, it was. was North Korea. But, well, it was North Korea, <laughs> always. Okay, yeah. Well, that's how it ended up, anyway. Like like North Korea. I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously they're good at, like, I don't know, frying chicken or something. I don't know, but because he looks like he's eating good, I don't know. I don't know if everybody in the in the country is like feeding him. I I, I don't know how he does it, but but somehow North Korea. Well, well, I know how because China basically owns Hollywood, and uh, and what well, isn't Hollywood? I mean, aren't there a lot of Communi- commie intellectual. Oh, there you go with your McCarthyism all okay. over again yeah. now. Okay, well, she anyway. is. Now we're going to start blackballing actors and everything. Well, you know, we're not going to name names, but just, you know, just, you know who is, they are. Is it? But is it? Is it not weird? I mean, seriously, is it not weird that um, that it's been completely whipped around? Uh, and and 1984 was such a uh, an important. I guess turning point in my life, uh, Miss Howard. Uh, you had English with me, uh, sixth grade, and uh, Miss Howard. Uh, she she all assigned us all, you know, book reports, and I looked out and got 1984 in 1984, and it was like a, you know, it, you know, a sci-fi dystopian. It was no more than Star Wars. Like, hold on a second. Wait a minute. This but, stuff sounds familiar. But yeah, I mean, it was it was like the digital equivalent of a you know of a of a zombie movie. Only it was uh, you know the the state. You know, it was like you know this this all seeing evil empire. You know, the eye of Sauron. Rich, all of this. I'm sorry to say, is just. It's irony and fake news, and, and can we please move on? Because, you know, the state is not listening to us. We do not have a central government like what they show in Transformers. All of this is, this, this is fake news at its best. We do not need to, to focus on the fact that, that we look like a police state, because it's just, it's just kind of coincidental that it looks the way it did then. It's it's listen, man, really is, seriously. You need a, you need to quit you need to quit with the conspiracy theories, man. You just need to get on with the facts of life and the facts of life are that Tootie did not cheat on her boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> well you you take the good and you take the bad. And you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. You're right. Yeah, You're yeah, right. Absolutely, absolutely. I love Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> she was my grandmother. Yes, yes, she was a great woman. I loved her too. Okay, but anyway, man, and and you know, it's it, it is it's uh, it just is a hundred times worse than anything that the Oceanic Big Brother Empire, you know, had. 
Well, no, it's not actually. It is because it relied on cameras everywhere, but... They didn't. Oh. They didn't have a, a a phone that listened. They, you know, I mean, now now he nailed. This is but, true. This is true. But the thing is, is that was. I mean, he died right after that. Not not long after that. And, and, I wonder why. Well, I wonder Maybe why. he's giving secrets away. Oh, wait a minute. There we go with this Russian connection again. Yeah. Let's stop with that, okay? Rocky well, and Bullwinkle are dead. Well, see, if I'm not mistaken, though, even the, like, the eugenics, eugenics isn't like a, a modern concept. It, it Actually, knows. eugenics was started in the United States. I mean, Margaret Sanger, she was like the queen of it. Well, yeah, and well, and it was, Hitler actually was, wrote a letter thanking was, them for showing before, him how to do it. It was actually before that even, but um, yeah, but yeah, they they were they were terrible people. So terrible, terrible. Oh wait, terrible man, people. wait, hold on a second. You mean the founder of Planned Parenthood is a terrible person? Do you know how many lo- listeners you're going to lose right now just because you said that? Oh, wait a minute. But, you didn't say that. But, I did, but, and I'm proud of but it. How many, it how, it's not how many listeners I lose. It's how many trolls I gain. <laughs> this <laughs> what we're looking for. Bring them all on. We Duh. don't know who they are, Duh. but we know that they're there. <laughs> well, don't and, and you know what? It's even better than having trolls. It's the buck. The bots are where you get your traffic. Oh, man. These are the ones who are going to blow you up. Well. <laughs> Figuratively and, you know, emotionally. I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not really, I'm not going to divulge what I do, but I, I've told you what I do now. And so I am a bot killer, so believe that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Hey, and... Without divulging too much information, congratulations on that. Thank you. That's sir. great. Thank you. Uh, I, I talked to a dear brother of ours, and he said that he he couldn't think of a better person to be in that position. He really couldn't. He, he, and he said, "Hell yeah, on that." Well, John Williamson, I appreciate you coming on. This has been a great segment. Um, we are going to do this. Uh, again in the future soon um this next time we're going to do an hour so uh i, I look forward to it brother I, I appreciate you coming on and uh yes, sir. for god for country for truth for justice and for the republic Dot com.